Hey friend, welcome back to the show. There are two thought errors I hear a lot when it comes to how to handle family estrangement from an adult child. One is when the parent thinks she needs to rush in and repair everything all at once as soon as the estrangement happens. That can and usually does backfire. The other thought error can happen when a parent thinks the only answer is to wait on God. I want you to be careful that you're not using God as an excuse to stay in your comfort zone. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, Sister Mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hello, my tea time friend. Thank you for coming to visit with me today. Come on in. I hope you have your mug of tea and a comfortable blanket to curl up with as you listen to this episode. Or maybe you have me in your AirPods as you walk the dog or cook dinner. Either way, I'm glad you came. I firmly believe that God puts us in each other's paths for a reason. He is a God of order and wonderful design. If you've been listening to the podcast for very long, you probably know I'm an estrangement coach. I work with estranged Christian moms who want to do the inner work of healing. Many are also seeking to increase their chances of reconciling with their son or daughter. That's what I help with. And together we punch the devil in the throat and take back our peace, power, and families. As a coach, I am different than a friend. A friend might tell you only what you want to hear. They might not want to rock the boat or risk the relationship with you to tell you the truth. That's one of the reasons having a coach is so powerful and beneficial. Because a good coach will risk you not liking them for that moment in order to tell you what you need to know to get what you actually want. And that's the root of this episode. I want to talk to you about a hard truth that might make some people uncomfortable. It might not be what you want to hear, but I firmly believe it's what needs to be said. Because no one else is likely to say this to you. And because it's necessary for someone out there to hear this message in order to get the healing she needs in herself and in her family. When an estranged mom says it's in God's hands, that can throw up a red flag. Now, on the surface, it sounds good and reasonable, doesn't it? We as Christians should be praying over our situation. 
we should be trusting in God and knowing that he has power to move on our family situation. He can soften hearts and perform miracles. We know this. So why would saying it's in God's hands be a red flag to me? I'll tell you why. Because what looks like faith can actually be avoidance. We can use God as an excuse to avoid feeling uncomfortable feelings, doing the hard work of change, admitting we were wrong about some things, or being vulnerable. Even though, of course, we want to heal, we want to feel better, the process of healing can mean that we bring up difficult feelings and finally deal with them, things we may have been pushing to the back burner for a long time. When you say it's in God's hands, It immediately excuses you from needing to do anything about the estrangement except pray and wait on the Lord. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. There is certainly a time to wait on God. There is also a time to take bold action. And I want to offer that you can actually do both at the same time. You can pray and wait for God's miracles while also taking actions toward healing and restoration. Joyce Meyer says, when you do what you can, God will do the rest. Sometimes we believe a lie that there's nothing more we can do, and it's simply not the case. The enemy loves for you to underestimate your Christ-given abilities, and he uses fear against us anytime he can. Here's what I mean about using fear. Because your brain is tasked with keeping you safe, it perceives change as risk. And your brain has risk aversion, meaning it does not like risk. So when your brain convinces you that you have already tried everything possible or that you should not do anything more, you get to stay in a place where there is no perceived risk. I said perceived risk because while you might feel comfortable and safe when you don't take action, you are actually risking never feeling better and never healing your family estrangement. Of course, God can work a miracle, but he might also want you to take another step and another one. And there may be a great lesson for you in that perseverance. If you've been putting off working with a coach to heal yourself and repair your estrangement, consider this question. Has God told you to be still and do nothing except wait? Or are you putting it in God's hands as a reasonable sounding excuse to avoid risk or discomfort? Change can be scary. It's normal if you feel that fear. But please believe me when I say that everything you want in this situation is on the other side of facing that fear. And this friend is what a good coach does for you. She challenges thoughts that might be harming you instead of helping you. She tells you the truth as she best knows it, and she encourages you to take the next right step. Even when my words are hard to hear, they are spoken to you with love. I care so much about your well-being and the restoration of your family. I'm willing to fight the enemy for what you truly want, and sometimes that means fighting thoughts that he offers you masked as the truth. It's up to you to discern whether God wants you to be still or whether the enemy is trying to keep you stuck. If you want help figuring it out, we can schedule a consultation call and I can help you. 
email me at jenny at theestrangedmomcoach.com to set up the call. Now, can we have a little side conversation here? Seriously, take a sip of tea and let me tell you a little story. When I was first moving away for college, I was scared. I didn't want to admit my fears, but they were definitely there. I wanted to go to college, but I also longed for the comfort of what was familiar. I had never lived that far from my mom, and I wasn't sure what the future held. As I moved my stuff into my dorm room, I noticed there were two twin beds in my room. It was supposed to be a single room. I did not have a roommate. It was just the extra bed. Not really a big deal at all. I am pretty sure someone who worked at the school would have moved the extra bed away if I asked them to. Instead, my brain saw a reasonable excuse, a loophole of sorts, to not stay there. I went on this rant about how if the school could not get that right, then did I really want to go there? I said maybe I should move home and attend community college. I was trying to find a justifiable reason to avoid a perceived risk. Thankfully, I did not leave the dorm over that bed situation, and it ended up being an experience I'm so glad that I had. The point is that my brain was looking for a good reason to avoid risk, to avoid vulnerability, the unknown. Your brain might be doing the exact same thing. I'm not here to force you to do something you don't feel ready for, but I do want you to know that you can take steps to change your situation for the better without sacrificing your faith in God's power. If nothing changes, nothing will change. And I'm rooting for you to truly follow God's leading, whatever that is for you. Okay, friend, that's what I have for you this time, and I hope it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it too. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.